Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, that you actually make it easier for other people to find the Family Bible Journey? So please, follow and subscribe. And thank you for listening. This is episode 21, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 27. The title of today's podcast is When Cheaters Win. The key verses for today's podcast are Genesis 27, verses 34 to 36. As soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. But Isaac said, Your brother came deceitfully and has taken away your blessing. Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. This is the word of the Lord. In this chapter, we're going to see how Jacob continues to live up to his namesake by stealing the blessing from his father. He had already taken the birthright from Esau through his cunning. And now Isaac is old and well advanced in years. He is blind. And in the beginning of the chapter, he tells his son Esau to go kill some game to prepare his favorite meal for him so that he can come back and bless him. Now, Rebecca was listening, we are told, when Isaac spoke to Esau. So she ran immediately to her son Jacob and hatched a plan so that Jacob could have not only the birthright, but the blessing of Isaac as well. She says, beginning in verse 6, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau, Bring me game and prepare it for me, delicious food, that I may eat it and bless you before the Lord before I die. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two good young goats, so I may prepare from them delicious food for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father to eat, so he may bless you before he dies. And so Jacob goes and does as his mother says. She has all sorts of different things concocted so that he would appear as Esau. We know from earlier descriptions of Esau that he was a hairy man. And so she uses the skin of the goats, the underbelly side of the goat skins to make gloves for her son. So this hands would feel hairy. She took Esau's best clothes, clothes that would have smelled like Esau. Esau was the man of the wild. He liked to spend time in the wilderness. And so these clothes would have kept this smell. I don't know if you have any favorite clothes or clothes with a favorite smell, but uh, smell is a, a powerful thing. It's a powerful sense, and it has the ability to bring back great memories for us. Some would say that the sense of smell triggers the strongest memories. And so she goes and gets Esau's best clothes and puts them on Jacob. She also takes these two young goats and prepares them the way that Isaac liked. Of course, Rebecca had been cooking for Isaac their entire married life, and she knew the spices that he liked the best. She also would have been familiar with Esau's way of preparing the game. And so she undoubtedly made it seem as much like wild game as she could. Uh, one detail that may be lost on many listeners is why two young goats? Well, goat meat has a very strong goat taste to it. And the younger ones wouldn't have that strong taste. And so it would be easier to cover up that taste with the spices so that it would taste more like wild game. It was also tender like wild game. And for those who have been over to the Holy Land, we don't know exactly what type of game it was that Esau was going to get for his father, but it was likely some sort of deer or a mountain goat like the ibex that is very common in that part of the world still to this day. Those ibex are wild goats and they're smaller than many of the other wild goats or sheep. 
And so these two young goats would be about the right size, they'd be about the right texture, they'd be about the right taste, so that Rebecca could pull off this deceitful plan of hers without a hitch. And so they went to great lengths to deceive Isaac so that Jacob would receive his blessing. And when it comes time to deliver the food, we see that the deceitful plan, it goes through without a hitch. And Isaac then blesses his son. Before he blesses his son, beginning in verse 26, he says, come near and kiss me, my son. And so as Jacob leaned down to kiss his father, his father grabbed him and smelled the garments. One last check to make sure that he was blessing the right son. And with this last test, he then blesses his son. He says, see the smell of my son. It is the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. This blessing has power and we see that Isaac holds nothing back in this blessing. And so when Jacob leaves, he leaves receiving the entire blessing of his father. There's nothing left for Esau to receive. Now, on this note, I would like to just take a moment and talk about why it is that we end every episode with a blessing. Blessings don't have any sort of special power because of the person who is praying them. No, we know that when we pray, if we pray according to God's will, we know in advance that the answer is always going to be an affirmative. So we end every episode with a blessing because these words that we speak, when they are God's words, they are powerful. We know that in the beginning of the Bible, God spoke everything into existence. And God's word continues to shape our hearts and our minds and our lives together when we are in tune to his word and listening to his word and gathering around his word. And so blessings are at the end of every one of these episodes to affirm the promises that God has given to you and to deliver his blessing in a special way at the end of every episode. And as we're journaling through the Bible, every single episode that we have in this podcast, there is a purple section that is marked with a blessing so that anyone who reads this journal edition of the Bible is going to see the blessings that are meant to go along with every single story that we're going to read, every single passage that we're going to read as we continue our journey of journaling through the Bible. So Isaac is duped. He has been completely deceived. He has been betrayed by his wife. He has been betrayed by the younger brother. And Esau comes in with the game and finds that there is no blessing left for him. And he is reduced to tears and anger. He is engulfed in a murderous rage. He decides now he is going to kill his younger brother. His brother has taken his birthright. His brother has taken his blessing. He has no more use for him. He is going to do away with him. He is going to kill him. And that, of course, is not the way that we should be dealing with our differences. But we can understand why it was that Esau was so angry. He goes so far as to say in verse 36, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright. And behold, now he has taken away my blessing. The word Jacob means either he takes by the heel or seizes by the heel or some render it as he cheats. He's a cheater. And in this passage, it looks like the cheater has won. He has stolen the birthright. He has stolen the blessing. He's gotten everything that his father was going to leave to Esau. Jacob has taken by cunning in one fashion or another. And on this passage, I do have one of those WOW sections, all caps, the closest to us 
hurt us the most. This is reality. It isn't the people far away that hurt us the most. No, it is the one who are nearest and dearest to our hearts. Why? Because we love them, because we care for them. They have power over us that no stranger possibly could. And so this is just one more biblical example of how those who are the closest to us hurt us the most, which is all the more reason that if we are going to see any sort of harmony or peace or a healthy family life, these relationships must be covered with grace they must be covered with mercy. They must be covered with forgiveness. Because when you are in love with someone, when you live with someone, when you are close to someone, they are bound to hurt you. And those hurts aren't always necessarily just because of sin. They are often simply because of a different of opinion or a different way of thinking or a different way of doing things. But these hurts add up in relationships. And if we aren't daily forgiving one another for the sins the slights and the grievances that we have, our relationships are bound to end like this relationship with nothing but bitterness, resentment, anger, and wrath. And that is not God's will for our relationships. We leave the chapter with Esau plotting to get even with his brother. And here we have another one of those words of wisdom sections. People never want to get even. They always want to get more than even. And this is human nature at work. We saw this earlier in the Bible. We see it again. He doesn't just want to distance himself from his brother or live in anger with his brother. No, he wants to kill his brother. Rebecca hears this. She doesn't want any harm to come to her favorite son. And so she hatches a plan to get him out of town where he will be safe for some time. And so she goes to Isaac. She complains about the wives that Esau had chosen for himself. She says in the last verse of our chapter, Rebekah said to Isaac, I loathe my life because of the Hittite women. If Jacob marries one of the Hittite women like these, one of the women of the land, what good will my life be to me? And so she puts the seed in Isaac's head that it is time for Jacob to go. Just as Abraham had sent a servant back to Haran, back to Abraham's family to find a wife for Isaac, Rebekah intends for her son Jacob now to return back to her homeland and find a wife for himself. And that is exactly what's going to happen in our next couple of chapters and what we're going to discuss in our next podcast. So we conclude today's podcast with a blessing. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is through the contact form on our website at familybiblejourney.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Our blessing for today. May the Lord's blessing rest on you, now and always. Amen.